Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. This episode is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Tired? Hmm? Craving an energy drink, but you don't want to feel shitty and jittery afterwards? Well, try Dubby. Dubby Energy has this Nero Factor. It's a patented all-natural coffee cherry extract to help fuel you. Yeah, this ingredient is what gives Dubby its laser-focused and fast reflex effects, making it perfect for gamers. So, whether it's just had a long night, you know, just need some energy to go to work, Maybe a pre-workout or you want to get some gaming done. Dubby is for you. I highly recommend this. And they got some amazing flavors as well. Uh, very creative too, such as Dragonade, right? Dragonberry and Lemonade. Um, Galaxy Grenade. Beach and Peach. Yes, delicious. It's basically Kool-Aid that gets you pumped. So what the hell are you waiting for? Check them out at Dubby.gg. That's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. Yeah, and guess what? And for 10% off, at checkout, enter this coupon code, right? I got you. It's Screaming Chewy SH, all right? All together, caps. Screaming Chewy SH. And yeah, you got 10% off. Dobby, check them out. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Screaming Chewy Show. Yeah, yeah. And what you're listening to is Lose It All by mm-hmm. Cassio Aubrey. Homie. What up, what up, what up with you, bro? It's been a while, man. It's been a while. Hell yeah. Too damn long. Too and, uh, damn long. You've been kicking ass, obviously, and uh, we're going to get into that. Hey, let's get it. Let's get it. Shit, I'm ready. And uh, this is Lose It All. It's coming out soon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be on the album. I ain't, I'm not going to release too much information, but I got the album coming out. It's going to be dropping on Halloween. Halloween, bro. Halloween. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm drinking Liquid Death, this armless palmer. <laughs> Sponsor me already, Liquid Death. It's fucking amazing. I got Coors Light, so hey, maybe they can sponsor you too. Shit. Fuck with Can't it. Can't go wrong with Coors, bro. For real. For I real. went through a phase where me and my homies would drink that a lot. <laughs> so it reminds me of that. And like, dude, mm-hmm. we would shotgun them and like, Oh, dude, I'm getting old now. I can't do that shit no more. It hurts. I know. <laughs> you feel it the next day. That shit hurts, boy. It's like, man, fuck the next day. Like, I'm done. And that burp, with whole chest be burning and shit. Like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Get the shits the next day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. Uh-huh. Fuck that. But um, tell me about your music. And uh, you've got many more tracks besides Lose It All. But oh, I will yeah. play this song at the end of the episode. Um, But yeah. Man. So... This album is pretty much the same premise of the, I think it was one of the last times I was on the show um, With Antonio? Yeah It's pretty much an, emotion, an emotional roller coaster Kind of uh, It's opening up and basically saying All the shit that people don't want to talk about Or say Shit that they know that all of them Like everybody goes through the same kind of stuff Or whatever just in their own ways But they don't ever talk about it They walk mm-hmm. around people, they friends and shit Smiling but they hurting like crazy or they happy as hell, but they they more worried that their friends gonna backstab them, just yes. because they in a good mood or shit's going good for them. So this whole album is both sides of the uh, the, the the table, I guess you could say. <laughs> it's everything that anybody could basically be going through in a sense emotionally, um, good and bad, pretty much, and just addressing it. And that's real talk, bro, because we all fight battles silently. 
because either we think we don't, nobody cares, or we think we don't want to bother people, right? We think like mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to annoy them with my shit. They're probably tired of it, hearing it, you know. Yep. And like you said, the other side of the coin where you're happy and proud of what you've accomplished, what's happening in your life. But sometimes you tell people like, hey, dude, I got a raise. Yep. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're like. And they talking shit behind you like right after that. It's kind of it's, it's fucked up on how a lot of that shit goes, uh, especially in the music industry. I noticed a little bit more so that I'm deeper in it on my own because normally I'm coaching or helping with other people's shit. Mm-hmm. That I, that's what's been taking me so long. I've been focused on everybody else's shit. Yeah, facts. Now a lot. Yeah, now I'm on my own, and I start to see where the help is, where the shit talking is, where the the real friends or the, the people that say to your homies and shit. Because I usually don't, I pretty much don't keep friends. But mm-hmm. the ones that try to act like they are, you see, you you slowly start to see where they're at, where they stand with you. Yep. And so, especially now I'm doing it on my own, it's kind of like. All right, cool. If that's what you want to be on, fine. Fuck it. Uh, that's on lose it all. That's what that's about. It's literally that exact topic. <laughs> like one of the verses in there is, uh, "Fuck it, the good old days ain't shit." Here's a tip: eat a dick to your gums bleed. Yes, I know that part. That's literally just talking about like, oh, you know, they come back after you notice that you ain't you ain't shit, bro. Like you ain't had my back. Like all right, you can stay over there, and then you start to grow and progress, and then they want to come back around. You yep. want to talk about the good old days of oh remember how did you remember we used to do this shit and blah 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 blah, blah. like nah fuck them days bro because you was lying to me that whole time yeah so I'm good the good old days ain't shit <laughs> you did that you see your gums bleed that's that's where that bar comes from yep they'll, pretty much they'll like you know fucking they won't support you or talk shit mm-hmm. and then they try and keep you around by bringing back that nostalgia right yep. and keep you connected but you're like nah, yeah like and when shit goes good and and they're a part of it they cool with it. Yeah. When it goes good and they're not a part of it, it's like it's a whole slap in the face to them. And like somebody who really fuck with you ain't gonna really ever look at something like that towards you. You start getting big with your podcast. Hell yeah, good shit, bro. Blah 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 blah. And I'm still focused on doing my own thing. I support it, but I'm not riding your back though. Yep. I'm I'll be here for the shows. I'll be, you know, you pop up and you're saying, Oh, I got this or whatever. If I'm not working, then yeah, hell yeah. I'm exactly. going to support uh you for your show. Uh other artists that I know. My guy Alex with Flying Half Full. I try to make sure I go to all the shows that I possibly can with them. They the homies. Um, I met another band called In Lessons. They dope as shit. I was just like, oh fuck, these these boys is crazy. Yeah, that uh, it was at uh, the House of Bars. Brad Phipps had ran a show. Uh, it was, I think it was like a Monday night or some shit like that. Crazy ass show. That whole show was nuts. I try my best to follow people, and I don't run around waiting for them to come up. Yeah. Yep. I'm not waiting for somebody to be like, oh, hey, I finally got this big ass show at Rialto. Hell yeah, bet. I can say hell yeah, bet, because I've also been at the small shows. I've also been at yep. the other things that's been going on. I've also been fighting with them or whatever when the shit was, it, when they was in the shits. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, all right, bet. But other people to be like, oh, hell yeah, like people that follow me. I haven't seen majority of them at the shows that I've been doing. Most of the people I know, you, Arlene, y'all pop out. Um, who else comes up? Alex, when he's not doing rehearsals, not running his shows, he'll mm-hmm. pop out by himself and he'll come literally just right when I'm going on and then leave right after that. And it's like, all right, bet he came for you, <laughs> right? He get real shit though, and mm-hmm. he'll pop up or whatever. Like I have a few people, but out of all the people that I know, and dude, you've seen all the people I know. Facts. The majority of them don't pop up for nothing. So I just look at it like, all right, cool. I don't need you. Cool. I don't need you. Cool. Yeah. You were there. I got you. What's up? Because when I make a move, I'm looking for something to come from it. And when it does, I know who was actually around and who was really supporting it and who was just like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait and see if he does good, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Or if he Playing can get somewhere. Game. Yeah, they're going to they wait for that or whatever Dude. while they still sit in the same spot. So they could bandwagon. Basically. You know, and I, I let spotlight. them do it. I let them do it. I don't hold no grudges towards it because I don't, I don't feel that it's smart to... Focus on the fact that you already know who these people are. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you get mad because they do you exactly the same way that you've seen them do other people. You've seen them make these steps. And it's like, dude, what you mad for? You saw it happening. You put yourself there at that point. 
That's one hundred percent. I just take it and just be like, all right, cool. Like I don't have to have a grudge against you. I don't gotta have no type of hate towards you or anything like that. I can see who you are. I just I just let that be that. You know, it's funny because I'm like that too, right? I pay attention to people's actions rather than their words. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's funny you mentioned that. For example, right? You met this girl, right? Mm-hmm. She has a boyfriend. Or she likes you, you <laughs> like her, right? She cheats on her boyfriend for you, right? Then she dumps him for you. You think she's gonna be loyal to you? Mm-hmm. Fuck that, no. That, that's exactly that's exactly what it and is. And then you get hurt when she cheats on you later, right, like, bro? What you mad about? <laughs> yeah. Like when I was with Aswell Burns, I'm with the band. Fucking me and uh, Johnny Two Mike's basically we were already starting it. Then we got ten and locked, and then things started to like go uphill from there. Certain things started to happen to where I'm like, dude, we can do better. Because, like, everybody in that band is talented. They're talented as fuck. Mm-hmm. It's the work ethic that gets ignored. And then when I'm saying what I'm saying, and you know me, bro, I'm a dickhead. Like, I'll say exactly what the fuck You're I'm thinking and up, feeling. Man. So that way there's no side message coming from somebody else or out somebody else's mouth. If, I, if you see me every time and you're like, oh, yeah, he's a dick. I'm cool with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. Because everything that I'm saying, I'm always going to try to do something or say something to build you past what you're, what you're letting yourself sit in. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have a gifted skill to do a podcast or whatever, all right, now you're doing a podcast, so let's figure out how we can get you doing video podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where I'm not downing what you're already doing. I'm already trying to think, like, hey, what, what else can Chewy do? What, what else can we can get them on? Or yep. whatever. When I'm out here and I'm talking to people and doing random ass shit that other people that I don't even know keep putting me in play with, I'm like, oh shit, I can't do that, but I know somebody that can. Yep. Hey, Chewy, let me let me get you over here so we can do this or whatever. Blah blah. blah. I know you're probably busy, but you got to drop that so we can go do this. Like that's where my mind already is. So when I was with them, I'm looking into how can we actually be a, a, a literal harmony group. Mm-hmm. And, and that was in a sense of not just vocals, but the styles of music. And we accomplished it. It's just the work ethic when it came to the shows. Like, I don't do shows with backing tracks. When I do my shows, it's me singing. That's it. There's nothing slapped on top of it or whatever, unless I don't, like, for all my songs that's going to be on the album, mm-hmm. I, I did all of my harmonies myself. Nice. Uh, minus one song, no, two songs, sorry. I am. I had wrote that song, and I have uh, my homegirl Ivy on it. Uh, so she's a singer on that song with me on I Am. And then uh, I just did a song called Hope, and I just picked up a homegirl, Naomi, and she's also a singer on there for me or whatever with the harmonies. If they're there, they'll be singing on those on those shows. Shout if they're not, then, yeah, big shout-outs to Ivy, big shout-outs to Naomi, deadass, man, because they killed it when they got in the studio. <laughs> But when you see the shows, I'm singing. They're singing. If they're on that, if they're on that stage, they're singing. There's not a, a lapped on backing track for that. Nothing be- pre-recorded, right? Anything. Because I want the people to be able to feel at the show what the song is through my actions being on stage, through the words that they do pick up on or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, like yeah, I, 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 I fuck with that." Like, yeah. I was just feeling like that the other day. Like, I want the power in the words and my actions on the stage to show through the whole thing, basically. I can't harmonize with myself, so I'll have my harmonies on the tracks. But other than that, all my lead parts or all the parts that I'm seeing, I'm seeing. And that was the things that I was trying to punch into with As The World Burns, because them boys are crazy. Like, they're gifted as fuck. Mm-hmm. But the work isn't there. It's, oh, no, no, we can do this, and we can slap it on here. No. Practice. Oh, they want to half-ass it. Right. Practice it. When I, when I left the group, it was stupid-ass rumors about, oh, they kicked me out. No, I left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, did, I got tired of trying to do all these things that didn't make sense. You have to go and take your time. You see how long it took me to get this whole album done. I have, I've had all these songs. Yeah. I've been slowly perfecting them and still doing other things or whatever, building up a brand for myself, uh, working with other people like Mike Rowe. Shout out to Mike. Fucking um, building up a brand to where, uh, hell, shout out to Iron Priestess because on the song Hope, um, Gonzo, the guitar player for Iron Priestess, he heard the song. I sent it to him like, hey, tell me what you think. And he was like, hey, 
can I play the guitars for that song? I'm oh, like, shit. Fuck yeah, bro. Let's go. Because he's an amazing guitarist. And he played the guitars and sent it to me the fucking next morning. God damn, bro. I was bro. like, shit. Wasted no time. <laughs> fucking phenomenal. And then it sparked like other ideas in my head. So then I started, that's when I brought in Naomi uh, as a second voice. And then I'm also going to have Antonio singing on there too. Oh. So it's going to be a crazy ass harmony. I got one more person I'm working on trying to get on there, but I'm waiting. I try to work with people who have the talents and the gifts, but they never really had the opportunity to do something like that like they they want to but it wasn't really always presented to them in a way where they're comfortable i love that you're doing that you're bring, you're bringing them in like hey you got mm -hmm. the talent let's do this mm -hmm. and then you grow together you know exactly and then they get they can like it can start something with them and then somebody else can see them and they can be like oh who's a naomi chick she's got a great voice i want to use her for this project boom go get it girl they see antonio Hey, dude, like he's got an insane voice and he's a guitarist. Hey, how about let me put him on here? Hey, get it, bro. Yeah, I like, didn't know you could sing. Yeah, and sings too. So, like, that's it's nice. a lot of things that people miss out on if they don't pay attention or if they don't put the work into it. Because mm -hmm. the work is vitally important. Like, people ask me all the time, how, why am I able to harmonize with so many things on the spot? When I'm driving to work, I'm harmonizing with the songs on the radio. <laughs> I'm practicing daily I get in the shop I'm singing random crap Or whatever Working at the shop And shit And, and they're just like Dude what the hell Are you doing I don't know <laughs> And you, you put in the work Cause yeah. I mean You help Arlene With her harmonizing And mm -hmm. her music And you made her A lot better Like her song Dude and she's She's picking up Hella quick But she puts in the work Yep Outside And away from the studio Away from Sitting down in front of me I'll give her something Yep. She goes and she works on it. If I give her something and then she comes back and she sounds exactly the same, I'm like, yo, you didn't practice. You, you, you can hear it. You can tell when somebody's been working on something and actually trying to pick up their groove yep. and when they not. It's real obvious. She mm -hmm. took it. Arlene took everything and fucking flew with it. Yeah. I was just like. Like that, dude. She Damn, bitch. All right. Shit. I got you. What's, what's up? What, what, what are we doing next? <laughs> like, shit, hell, give me something else. I, I, I'll keep working with you. Hell yeah. And she, I, she puts in work. And I think that's why you guys do amazing together because mm -hmm. you get shit done both of you are very talented and you're very good at teaching as well yeah, i appreciate it putting the, the work you know i appreciate it and like you were saying other people they have the talent but they don't put in the work mm -hmm. if you don't put in the work you're not going to master your craft exactly and nobody's going to know who you are because you're exactly. not getting out there but exactly the one the one person that i will say that was uh with as well burns lot that fool is phenomenal man He's a mad scientist when it comes to putting shit together, uh, writing, engineering, and making beats and shit. Like, he's a fucking uh, unknown guru. <laughs> like, for real. That dude is fucking insane. I, I, he makes moves that you would be like, wait, that don't make sense. Fuck, that do make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like a chess game. Yeah. What, what the fuck's he doing? Bam, when checkmate. You, <laughs> right, when you finally see the moves, it's kind of like, damn. All right, I caught on to that. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right, cool. And like he makes crazy moves. Fucking Mike Rowe. That dude is promotional wise probably the best person I've met and seen in Tucson. Period. Probably all Arizona to me. Wow. This dude, he walks in, he'll see opportunity and start he just starts creating shit out of nothing. Promoting, create setting up the shows, getting shit ready and his fucking voice is phenomenal. We're wow. working on creating a whole new band so we can have some other things going on too. Cause I'm like, bro, let, like, what you want to try? He's like, shit, I want to do this, this, that, and third. Oh, really? Let's go. Fucking my man Scott and Matt were working. Scott, Matt, me, Mike, Scott, Matt, and Antonio were working on trying to put something together or whatever, so we could have a new band to follow up coming into the next, into the new year and shit. So we're gonna be working on some crazy ass projects and shit like that. That's gonna be nuts. That's gonna be nuts, dude. I finally learned exactly what metalcore was too, and I fucking love it. Metalcore, yes, mm -hmm. yes. I finally learned. Thanks, shout out to Scott. I finally learned exactly what metalcore was, and me and Mike was like, "Oh hell yeah, let's do this shit! Like, let's fucking go!" This is man, so many damn projects, dude. I can't keep up, <laughs> dude. Dude, you just don't stop, man. But I love that. I love that, bro. You gotta, you gotta hustle, dude. Shit. Uh, oh, matter of fact, because I think the last time I had we were up on here, it was me and Antonio. And we were talking about the tour. So the tour is over. Got out of that band with the same cowboy bullshit. 
freaking one thing I don't do is uh I don't I don't do public negative shit, number one. Mm-hmm. Um especially when you're talking about shit that can affect other people's lives and stuff like that. And that that whole instance flipped around, it did a total one eighty. Holy like, shit, bro. A, a total one eighty. And I'm just like, no, this isn't what we discussed. And like I brought my brothers in on this and now they're affected by it. Fuck. So now I feel some type of way. Yeah. Like gloves is off, dude. Like we got to fix this shit now. Like mm-hmm. if we don't, then I'm out. Like <laughs> this is over. Didn't want to fix it. He felt like he was just the shit. He's king shit. So I'm like, cool. You can suck a dick, bro. Get out of here. So you felt like he's up here and you guys are down here. Yeah. And he's trash. Like we're, he was forcing us to play songs on top of backing tracks. Wow. I'm like, dude, we can play these bullshit songs. They were old songs. Granted, they were classics. But it's bullshit when you're talking about what the songs are. If you had a musician hear what songs we were playing, they would have been like, bro, y'all couldn't play that? <laughs> like, really? It's literally the songs that he was having us playing is like learning how to walk. It's so it literally bad. left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. It's that fucking simple on those songs. Wow. And he would still force us to play on top with backing tracks. I'm like, no, we can't, we can't even make this song like our feel at that point. Like, but because that's what we discussed and it totally took a turn. Wow, dude. So I was just like, you know what? Outside of that, other personal things or whatever going on in also behind the scenes of that shit, I'm just like, dude, yeah, look, I've been trying to be nice and I've been trying to help build things, but once I see like shit ain't <laughs> finna work at all. I'm just like, cool. I got to bounce. Yep. Enough is enough. Mm-hmm. See the ship sinking. Mm-hmm. Can't fix it, bro. Save yourself. Get the life jacket. You know? Hey, for real. For real. <laughs> Ant and Victor, they both, they were just fed up. And they was like, yeah, no, we out. They were ready to take off. Fucking, even after knowing they were ready to take off, I was still like, all right, listen, man, I'm going to try to help save this so we can make progress with it. Because we were like, last place we were at, we was at, we was in Labak, Texas, I think. So I'm like, cool. Like, we're making moves. We're in these other places. We're, we're performing in front of these people. So it was like, all right, cool. Like, we're making moves, but we got to be better. We got to think smarter. Let's, let's mm-hmm. try to save this so it doesn't fall. You still wanted to go left field. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm out. I, so I, I, can't, just, I, can't, I can't do it. <laughs> he wouldn't take in no info, right? He wouldn't no. listen to anything. No. Nah. He was a star player, so I was just like, all right, fine. Fuck it. <laughs> You be the star player, bro. I never seen a basketball team, but only one person on the court. So. Facts, bro. Facts. <laughs> you you go right ahead and do your thing, G. I'm gonna go over here and do mine. Fuck it. Like I, people misunderstand my uh, approach to shit because they're so used to people sugarcoating and wiping their ass. I'm sorry, I can't do that. I'll do, I'll start to just so people can be comfortable, and then I let them know, like, hey. Just so you know, I don't do that. But let's let's try to pick it up or whatever, and then we can start to make these things happen, or we can make these things happen. And blah, blah blah blah. The second they start seeing it, they're like, "Oh no, he's an asshole." Yes, I know. I told you, <laughs> this is nothing new. And now because it's something that you don't like, or you, it's not a yes answer to you. Now it's, oh, I don't, I don't think I fuck with Casio at all. I'm like, nah, cool. <laughs> You know, and and I'm the same way, bro. Like, you know me, I'm straight up, dude. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I care about you, I'm going to tell you you're fucking up. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, look, you know, there's more opportunities. Here's something exactly. you can do. And then I'll be like, and if you're like, you know, I'm not going to say her name, but she'll be like, <laughs> don't tell me what to do. <laughs> and I'm like, you're fucking dumb, nigga. Like, I'm uh-huh. trying to help you. Yep. And then later she's like, I fucked up. Well, Duh. I told you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. And that's usually how it happens. They come back after, you know, they've been warned and shit like that. But unfortunately, where I'm at now, I can't go back after I already tried to help. Mm-hmm. Like, I tried to help. So going back is kind of like, well, I know this is what happened before. I feel like it's going to happen again. Unless you do something miraculous that literally shows me that, okay, you're not going to be the backstabber or the person to go and like talk behind my back or do all this other shit and all, all the other. If you got to do something miraculous to make me feel like that's not going to happen again. Yep. For me to turn around and go back and be like, all right, cool. I'll help you out. Is it worth the effort? Right. Because you 
Because, like, when I help people, like, I genuinely try to help people to where it's it's frustrating to me. I feel like yeah. I'm the person in the the uh, issue or the situation or whatever. Yes, you have more passion than them. <laughs> right. And then at that time, it's like, damn, this is fucked up. I I was here trying to do this or whatever. Like, I went home slip, trying to go to sleep and couldn't even sleep because I was thinking about your shit, trying to figure out how I can help you with your shit. And then you go and did this to me. So, no. <laughs> Going back is not... Nah, it's not in my cards for a lot of shit. And you know that's kind of like a, like a negative impact. I don't want to say negative, but something that you deal with when you care a lot. You mm-hmm. know, when you have a lot of passion, sometimes people don't see what you see or care as much as you care. Yeah, you know, and you're like, well, fuck you there. <laughs> yeah, basically. And I'm just like, and I give fair warning, so it's not an automatic fuck you. It's literally me telling you, like, hey. Look, all right, so now we got this this chance to have a conversation. I don't know what the fuck that was, but we need to fix that, though. Because mm-hmm. that, that, that's that's not cool, and then I'm going to have a problem. Yep. So we can avoid this. Let's figure out what the hell is going on, and then we can go from there. Yep, facts. How about that? They still say I'm an asshole just from saying that. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, at this point, that means there ain't nothing to fix. You be safe. Enjoy yourself. I hope everything works out for you. I don't, I don't hold a grudge against you. I'm gone. The Universe of Every Religion and None Written by Roderick Edwards Narrated by John Ashton Nickerson Roderick Edwards is the author of books as varied as a fictional account of a person living in a deserted world to an autobiography about his adoption and reunion to this book about the universe. Find out more at RoderickE.com Yep. And then I don't worry about it. I completely cut it out of my head. That's how it should be. You got to know when to separate yourself. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, look, I put all this effort in. I'm trying to help you. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to happen. Yeah. To, like, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to go back and forth and do this shit because that's like prolonged drama. It is. For it no really fucking is. reason. Like, fucking, I ran into uh, 10 from As The World Burns at, um, damn, I forgot the name of the bar, Rockabilly's. Uh, and we went out. I was out there for Alex's show with Flying Half Full, and that was the same night that I met Iron Priestess, too. Fucking, he came and he was talking about the old shit. He was like, Hey, I just wanted to apologize about uh, what happened. I came at you because, dude, you like, you just be acting like a dick and blah, blah, blah. blah. I know. Like, I, I appreciate the apology, but I know. <laughs> like, it doesn't change what happened, it doesn't change any other shit. But at the same token, I forgot all about this shit. I left it alone. It's been over almost over a year. And then you pop up and then you see me and you're coming up and apologizing about some shit over a year ago. You know, I'm over it, been over it. Huh? Like, I haven't thought nothing about this. Oh, well, I heard this, this, that, and whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop. Okay, so why didn't you come and talk to me then? You still got my info. I know you do. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't see why it... You're coming now and talking about it, but it's cool. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro, because you made me want to fight you. Okay, and I'm always down to fight. I don't care. <laughs> it's still the same answer. You're, it doesn't change anything that I'm saying. I'm telling you, I do not care. Once I cut things off, I cut them. I cut it out of my brain. I damn near forget half the shit. The only reason why I even remember anything with Hasbro Burns is because the song that I started from my boy Jesse. That's it. Damn. That one song and that shit's been fucking hitting or whatever. I'm watching perform it and I, I I love those guys despite the other shit that didn't happen. But they are tearing up the memory of why I wrote the song. Right. And it's just like, dude, seriously, y'all gotta have a better spirit about this shit. Like, stop playing this kitty ass game and all this other shit. Like, just stop. But then when I say stuff like that, I'm a dick. I'm just like, I, I don't know what else to tell you. This is what it is. If this is what you're doing, then that's what you get. Mm-hmm. Like, every action, there, there's a reaction. Well, every action, there's a reaction. Yep. You get consequences for the shit that you pull. Facts. So, accept it. Move on. That's it. I didn't understand the whole purpose of him coming apologizing. I, it completely blew me. Like he's not going to fix nothing. No. Mm-hmm. Like, this shit's dead and gone. Fucking, um, I had somebody else come up and do the same thing or whatever about some stupid shit. I didn't get paid for a show, I think it was. And, um, yeah, oh, yeah. 
so a guy Ryan put me on, and yes, I'm name dropping because I don't care. Uh, a guy Ryan put me on for a show. He said I was gonna get paid. I did the show. I go to talk to people about uh, my pay for the mm-hmm. show. Oh, we didn't know anything about that. What? Whoa. Number one, the show was good. It was great. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mind. But I didn't even ask for the money. I was, the information came to me and I was immediately told that I was going to be paid for the show. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool, bet. Yeah. I'll do that for sure. Then I heard what the cause was for the show. And it was like something for like a family member or something like that or whatever with mm-hmm. cancer. So I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I would have did this hands down. No problem. Fuck yeah. But I was still offered the money though before I even knew anything about this. So I'm like, yep. yo, hey, bro, they saying that they don't know nothing about me getting paid. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to work on doing this. But, uh, don't Great. just Just stop. Just stop. Don't even worry about it, bro. I, I just won't be doing no more shows for you. Yep. That's cool. If you're not I, a man of your word, you know. Right. I appreciate the opportunity. I definitely appreciate it because it was a great show. And then a lot, I got a lot of information with a lot of people or whatever and a lot of other followers that can't wait for the album to drop. Mm-hmm. So it still helped me at the end of the day. And nine times out of ten, I would have still did that show anyway yeah. just because what it was for. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, hey, that was a perfect outlet to put my songs out on because that's what that's where my songs stem at. The emotion behind them. Right. Yes. So that would have been perfect. I was perfectly fine with it. I just didn't like the fact that I was lied to from the get-go. Yeah. Like, you didn't even have to... He didn't have to come and tell me, hey, bro, I got a show that you get paid for. Oh, work? Bet. Let's go. Then a month later, I find out what the show's for, like, two weeks before the show's supposed to happen. I'm like, wait, oh, so it's for... uh, Oh, damn. Hey, that's dope. Oh, man, he didn't have to pay me for this. All right, it is what it is. I'm doing the show. Fuck you. Let's go. And then you don't pay me. Leaves a bad t- taste in your mouth, you know? Like right. You didn't have to lie from the beginning, you know? Mm-hmm. You str- he straight the fuck up. Could have just came out and said, hey, bro, I need somebody to perform for this show or whatever. Um, and it's for a cancer survivor or whatever that's going through some stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, fuck yeah. I would have brought my homegirl. Uh, I would have brought Arlene. I would have brought fucking Ivy. I would have brought Naomi. I could have brought a whole bunch of people or whatever to really make it a whole, like, banging-ass show for that whole situation. You don't tell me anything or whatever. If you're paying me, I'm like, I'm not going to bring another artist or whatever and then not pay them. Yep. Like, that would be fucked up. So, but I know I don't have the money to do that. So, I'm not going to present an opportunity or whatever. If I'm getting something from it, I'm not going to not give the same to, like, Arlene if, if she came. Yep. Or to Ivy if she came. So, tell me about your album, man. Um, There's some very emotional songs in there, bro. Oh, dude. <laughs> So, I'm still debating on which name I'm going to use for the album. Uh, one thought that I had was... Ir- ir- ugh, I can't even say it. Irreg- I was trying to make up a word. It was like irregularities or something like that. Mm. To kind of put... like I don't even know if that's actually a word or not, but I was trying to put some things together on that. Um, but then I also thought about it to not make it so... like. Difficult and eccentric was to just name the album "Emotional Roller Coaster." Okay, because of everything that's going to be going on in the album. Um, but a part of the reason why I wanted to release the album on Halloween was because Johnny Arson, shout out to Arson, um, gave me this beat, uh, and I wrote like a Halloweenish type song Ooh. called "Burial Ground." Um, so, and that used to be one of the songs I used to start off my shows with. So that's why I wanted to do it for Halloween or whatnot, because that was one of the first ones that I fully completed with Arson. Oh, so it's like homage to that. Yeah. So I was going to do that one. Um, that's going to be first on the album. So that's why I wanted it on Halloween because it's going to kind of start that thing. And at the same time, it's kind of like a doorway to kind of push everybody into understanding. Because even the words in there, if you pay attention to the lyrics, it's still talking about emotions just in a horrifying, quote unquote, way. Oh, shit. So it's kind of like, oh, damn. Like, you hear the music and it's like, oh, this shit should probably be on, like, The Nightmare Before Christmas or some type 
some type of oh, shit or whatever. Dude. Like this would be crazy. This would be dope. Like you feel like it's like a scary movie type thing, but it's not like one of those like scary, scary Jason type movies. It's it's a weird mixture. It's it's a dope track. It's a weird ass mixture, but with the lyrics, it still runs through like the horrifying aspects of what your emotions can be. I love that. Basically. Um then it goes on to like I got a song called Hope. That's gonna be on there, and that's gonna be with Naomi and possibly Antonio, um, and it's that's the same thing. It's pretty much just uh, never giving up, um, no matter what the situations are or whatever, no matter what the people do around you and shit like that, your job or whatever. Yes, like just don't give up on the shit that you're trying that you're aspiring to do for yourself or for your family or whatever the hell the case may be or whatever. Just don't. Don't have don't allow that opportunity of giving up in your mind or in your body at all. Like if it hurts, it sucks. Keep going. Yes. And like for all the tracks, I've made sure like on this album, I made sure that I put that I'm here to help in just about every track. I did it intentionally because I want people to be able to like listen to it, see it. When they see the shows, I can point at the people because a lot of times when you start seeing somebody, when I start seeing somebody's songs and I'm doing the shows. I can see the people that's like looking at it and they're uh, basically in a sense giving me access to how they're feeling about whatever the fuck is going on oh. at that moment. You can see it in their face when they're, when, when they're in the crowd and they're sitting there watching you. And so I put that I'm here in pretty much almost all of the songs I love that. in some kind of way. So that way, even in the show, I can point at them, the one that I can see and tell like, oh, they fuck with that last verse. Or they fuck with this part on the last song, but I know what I said away and when they did it, and this part of the song is kind of the same. So I'm gonna make sure I let them know that I'm here on this one or whatever when I can catch it. You're like, I see you. And you can make them feel like they're a part of the music, they're a part of the show, and that the song is actually written for them. Mm -hmm. Basically. And that that can I feel like it'll help people in general if they're able to see that and make it relatable to themselves, basically. Um What's another one? Uh, I got until the end. That's that's the one that I told you that I had wrote for my boy Sparky and his family. Um, that for was their daughter. Fuck. I love that. So I ended up changing the beat and creating because I think I originally wrote it to an acoustic track on YouTube. Johnny Arson helped me do the revealing of the song two days after I wrote the song. Oh damn. And he played it. He was gonna play it acoustically at the show that was for Sparky and his family. Oh, he couldn't do it. So, well, he wasn't allowed to do it. We'll put it that way. So we're not lying. He wasn't allowed to do it. Uh, so I still end up doing the song, and Sparky's family they loved it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm keeping this. And I'm, I'm like, I'm. It's always gonna be a story for them and the family when they hear it. And even when I changed the beat or whatever, I just made sure I kept it along certain guidelines. I didn't want to take away the the real feeling out of the song. Um, Lose It All, you played that at the beginning of the show. Uh, that's just basically with dealing with fake friends and, and people who act like they're going to be there, and they're not. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a song called Rise Above. Um that's a new one that no one's heard. It's gonna be I'm gonna be performing that one at the show on the twenty first. Uh that one's literally just once you notice that you don't have to give up hope, basically, and that's why this whole thing is called emotional roller coaster, because they're all gonna sink into each other. Um, once you notice that you don't have to give up hope, which is one of the other songs, you can always rise above all your situations or whatever. So rise above is there. And it's a direct way of saying, like, dude. Now you noticed all the shit that you got. Like, you notice all the stuff that you got to deal with. Now take over that shit. Like, oh, I love don't, that. Don't, don't let it go. Just take over that shit. Like, if you it, didn't give up on hope mm -hmm. and now own it, right? Right yep. above. I yep. love that. So that's going to go up into that. Uh, shit, what's another one? I'm trying to get a song that I just started writing with uh, Antonio called Echo. I'm trying to see if I can get it finished this weekend, <laughs> even though it's Sunday right now. I'm trying to see if I can get it finished this weekend so that way I can put this in the, in the show. He won't be able to be at the show because he's got to work. But I want to try to get his verse on there because it's, it's called Echoes. It's kind of like the story behind it is basically you sitting by yourself. You already noticed all your problems and all this other shit. And it's like, man, 
like, how the hell can I do this? And blah, blah, blah. And trying to figure it out. Like, you already didn't give up hope. Now you're trying to figure out how to rise above. And now you're sitting by yourself and you're listening to the echoes of the things that you're talking about by yourself in your room. Oh, damn. Or in a closet or in your studio or whatever. You're listening to yourself. So it's like your echoes that come back and it's feeding you back your own energy. What you give out is what you're going to basically intake. That's facts. So it's kind of like, all right, cool. Give yourself the right, the right echo. Create your create your own echo, the echo you need to have, so that's that way you so can really start message. to build. So that's I'm, I'm trying to see if we can get that one finished too, because that's a mixture of uh, me singing and then Antonio rapping and putting screamo into it too. Oh shit! So that's that metalcore stuff yeah, right there. It's right? gonna be a that's gonna be a whole insane track. We did that track. I think it was a week and a half ago. I made the beat, and then Ant came in. And he was like, "Oh, dude." I feel like it should be like this. And I'm like, oh, yes, let's go. That's it right there. Boom. And we already, we started working on shit. Um, There's another one. Those are the ones for the shows. And then, oh, I'm also going to make sure that on the album too, my very last song that's going to be on the album is for my man, Tony Cujo, uh, who passed away, unfortunately. Um, so his song that I wrote for him is called Never Say Goodbye. That's going to be the last song um, on the album. I'm not doing any of the uh, what those artists do when they they're like, oh, if you get this, then you uh, can get this additional out, this track oh, yeah. and shit like that. Like, nah, mm-hmm. I'm just putting my shit out there. I want people to just sit down and absorb it. Pretty much as, you know, soak into it or whatever and then let it, hopefully it helps build them out of whatever it is, whatever it is that they're dealing with. So that song, that's definitely going on there because that was a hurry up rush track that I did or whatnot. But I did it. I did like the outcome of what I was able to get with that or whatnot. And it was specifically written for Cujo. So rest in peace and rest in heaven to my brother Cujo. I love that. It's been like a year already. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just saw Erica last night, too. Shout out to, to my sister, Erica. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, Cujo. Mm-hmm. I miss that brother, man. That dude's fucking, he was insane. But, um, Nah, I ain't gonna tell all the rest of the tracks or whatever, but that's kind of like the premise of what's going on with the album. Um, I want the story to be told in a way that people can enjoy it, relate to it, and like kind of converse about it. Like, I want people to come and reach out to me and talk to me or whatever. I'm like, dude, like, I feel like this or whatever, and blase, blase, blase. So, I have something that I can um, kind of take in and be like, oh, okay, so this is how it affected them. This is why. Uh, this is how this changed them. This is how far they got. Like, I want to see what happens, you know, as far as when they hear it, what are they doing now? Yep. Are you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> are you looking at it? Like, are you listening to it? Are you paying attention to the, to the lyrics? Are you soaked into the beat? Because some people get, like, lost in just the music. Mm-hmm. That's why my beats aren't typical. I try to take a few typical things and put it in, but... Most of the stuff, I'm on my piano trying to organize some stuff or whatever, and then I make my own vibe to it, and then kind of just slowly start throwing little typical things or whatever, like trap hats and shit like that or whatever, just to kind of have something where people can be like, oh, all right, I listen to this. And then they start to really listen to it, and it's like, oh, shit. Hey, I fuck with it. Like, cool. Right. Or I don't fuck with it. Like, everybody ain't going to fuck with it, but that's just that's my mentality of what I'm going through the beat gets you to listen and the lyrics that's what you relate to right there mm-hmm. so yeah I'm just trying a lot of shit dude trying to network this is gonna be my first solo album dropping out so that's cool um I got a couple of different projects that uh I won't speak on yet I'll be back on again once I get a couple of things taken care of but definitely gonna be doing some shit with that a lot of stuff in the works. Oh, dude, you already know, man. I'm always fucking hustling. Mm-hmm. I do got to make sure I say this too before we get done with it. Fuck canes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck canes, and I'm saying that out loud, proudly. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, my man Stu with cigars and bars. Fuck him too. <laughs> Damn, you hearing this? <laughs> you know, I say that shit every time we at karaoke. That's my, that's my guy. That's my brother. But I really mean fuck canes though. <laughs> but nah, Stu's, Stu's the family, man. Uh, shout, so shout, shout out to Stu. Uh, shout out to Johnny Arson. Shout out to Arlene. 
Shout out to Ivy. Shout out to Naomi. Shout out to Mike Rowe. Shout out to Antonio. Shout out to my man Victor. Because uh, he's going to be helping me with some videos too, just in case y'all know. Oh, shit. Coming um, up, coming yeah, up. I got some other shit getting ready. Uh, hell, I'm trying to make sure I don't miss nobody. Shout out to Alex and Flying Half Full. Shout out to In Lessons. Shout out to Held Out for Damn Show. Shout out to my guy for, uh, for and photographer Elliot, man. He's old as shit, but this dude, <laughs> he taught me a lot of stuff or whatever vocally that literally helped me out a lot. He's a uh, he's a scat singer too. So oh shit, that's talented. That's yeah, so hard, dude. Yeah. So it's kind of like all right, bet like Elliot's the boss, man. So shout out to Elliot. Um, shout out to Lot. Trying to make sure I get <laughs> cross all my T's and dot my ass. Ooh, I hate that when you're giving shout outs And then yeah. later you're like Oh I should have said this and that. <laughs> For real Shout out my guy Zach man I gotta get back and connect with him man So we can make some tracks That dude has an awesome fucking singing voice Everybody's seen him doing metal A lot of people do not know this This boy can sing his ass off Like crazy Oh So shit. shout out to Zach Fucking I think I pretty much For the most part hit everybody and uh, where can people find you, find your stuff? Oh, for sure. Um, so I'm Cassio, Abreez, C-A-S-S-I-O, space, no underscores, none of other shit, A-B-R-E-E. And that's on everything, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I don't have the Spotify and shit up yet. I wanted to wait until right before my uh, album release on the 31st of October, 31st or whatever. It's 31st, right? That's Halloween. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh. That's when the album's gonna drop. So that will also be under Cassio Abri. Every everything I have is just under Cassio Abri. And yes, it's like Cassio Watches or the old brand just with two S's. Sweet. And your links will be on episode description. And um thanks again, man. That's you already so know, bro. I gotta come to the fam. I gotta come yeah. to the fam. Shout out to fucking Chewy's fat ass. <laughs> and uh, appreciate you and all your support, man. You're like you're a real one. Ah, uh, dude, I try to be there for everybody I can, man. If I can do it, man, I'll do it. You know, yeah, this motherfucker right here is a real one. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you, fam. And now we're gonna hear "Lose It All." Here's the full song. You guys ready? Let's go. Yeah. It's hard to breathe I'm losing 
Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash screamingchewygmail.com. Any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer. If not, that's cool. I'm just happy you're tuning in. And hey, Screaming Chewy Show merch. Yeah, that's right. At teespring.com. Just Google teespring, T-E-E spring, Screaming Chewy Show. Just Google that. It'll take you right there. And uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks, you know, if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there or purchase, just let me know and I'll add it on. And uh, yeah, you'll be rocking, styling, social media. Don't forget to follow me on there on Facebook, Screaming Chewy Show. I like to share memes, just make up stupid shit, share my episodes on there and just whatever. Um, Check out my YouTube video versions of my podcast episodes also in between episodes i like to add me streaming yeah watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit you know what i mean and uh yeah just check out my youtube and uh twitter it's at screaming chewy yeah not screaming chewy show i should change it to that but for now it's just screaming chewy and uh thanks again for tuning in see you next week peace